The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. On today's episode of UFC Unfiltered, Jimmy's not here, but my good buddy Phoenix Carnavale is here. Krista Peduce is here. We got the great Damian Maya calling in. And his opponent for this weekend's calling in also, Kamaru Usman's calling in. What a fantastic show. Jaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. <clears throat> Hello. 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 Are you waiting for a Hello. response from me? Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. Nobody just kept doing that. I, I, hey, I you think, think something's wrong with me? Yeah. <laughs> there might be. There really might be. In a good way. Um. Wow, everybody. Jimmy's voice really got pretty. No. Isn't it? Jimmy's not here again. <laughs> we don't know where Jimmy is, you know? But um, I know he's not going to be having as much fun as me today is all I know. I got my buddy... The not tall yet very dangerous Phoenix Carnavale in studio. Yes, yes. Finally, somebody that shares my passion not only for martial <laughs> arts but for not only life in general but for pop culture, for movies. We're going to talk about. Listen, plenty of stuff to talk about. We got the great Damian Maya calling in and the explosive. Kamaro Usman call. Uh, look at this motherfucker. He's before I even finish it, I see him. He's nodding his head like, "Oh, he got the name right." <laughs> could you just have, have a that poker, was, uh, Could you have a poker face when I say the guy's name? Positive encouragement. You know. It was Kamaro Usman. Yeah, I like Kamaro. I talk to him. Can I call him Usman? Sure. What does he have a nickname? The Nigerian Kamaro. nightmare. Every time I say Kamaro, I want to say Kamora. Yeah. I wonder if Kamaro likes the Kamora. You, I love, you know I love Kimuras. Yeah. I get a nickname when they call me Kimura Bucko. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, <laughs> Phoenix, I'm so happy to see you. I'm happy to see you too, I and I want to congratulate you again on on you know, what becoming a Hall of Famer. Nah, Phoenix, don't embarrass me. Stop it, Krista Producer, hitting the applause. People at home, it's people pretty, at home, it's pretty people amazing. at home don't know I pressed it myself. Because when <laughs> I met you, you had just beat George St. Pierre, and Thank now you. look. Well, listen, a. I got no control over that. I'm happy about it. It's great. It's a, it's a nice thing. Nobody is more happy than um, Ray Longo. Yeah. You know? 
Somehow he takes all the credit. But wait, I, I don't. How does it actually work? Is there a hall somewhere? Like where? Like the where Hall of Justice? This, yeah. Where does like where the Hall of stuff, Justice from the Justice League? Yes. Where does the stuff go? Is it just a picture up somewhere? Like I don't understand how the whole thing works. June, all I know is June fifth, the Sarah, the Sarah crew, right? Sarah clan will be over in uh, in July Vegas. 5th, July fifth. Did I say June? Yeah. No, not June, not June so 5th. July 5th. So you that's, silly, silly guy. Is that guy? still International Fight Week? Yeah. Yes, it is. Okay. What a coinkadink. It's not a coinkadink so, at all. It's, just, it's one of the best experiences I've ever had what? at UFC events. I went to International Fight Week many, is, many years isn't ago. Isn't it fun? So much fun. Fourth of I, July I weekend. And I wasn't there last year. No, this was like years ago. It was the yeah. first press access I've ever had. And I've been it there was, a while ago. It was it was Chris. It was Chris and Anderson. Yeah. Oh wow. That was a while ago. Yeah. I was so but, nervous because yeah. I didn't know anybody, and it was my first time doing press thing. And I felt like yeah. you know in high school when you're the cool kids table, you yeah. know where you sit. So I sat with the Brazilians. All I know is <laughs> all I know they is look like them. <laughs> Phoenix. All I know is this is the cool table. Like you want to see the not cool table? <laughs> Uh, okay. oh, come on, Chris. Wh- why do you get it so bad? Chris, the producer, the fucking guy. He's got the coat. Why do I attack my buddy? Why do I attack I this guy? We're technically at the me, same table. Dude, anyway. We're at the same table, but because there's like a line, and no, technically it's not. Yeah. It technically these are two tables put together, and I use any reason to attack you because you know why I do it for the the fans. How Phoenix likes like she likes to call him the UFC unfiltered army, but I never I don't like to say that because that's corny. Okay. Phoenix, don't call it the UFC Unfiltered Army. I I hate when you do that. I, what? what? No. <laughs> I don't know, Phoenix. I'm just Darn. being an ass. Listen to me. Did you check out... I can't wait to talk about I these fights coming I know it's coming, coming and I know you're going to kick me in the shin. You didn't watch it, did you? No. Why didn't you watch it? Because wait? I fell asleep. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. What? You're talking about... Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai on, on YouTube Red. They're not sponsoring this show. I know. But, damn, do I like me some Ralph Macchio. It's... <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, they yeah, did. you're at I the like... cool table. Yeah, touche, <laughs> Chris, the producer. No, come oh, on, I'm, sh- I'm sure it's good. I'm dying to watch it. Everybody oh. says it's great. <laughs> what about Chris? Chris, the producer is a better Counter Striker than you think. He comes back with some doozies. But <laughs> to both of you and to everybody listening, they know. Listen, they trust. They trust my judgment. Yeah, they from video games. To the Vive video game that me and Genova play, as he's it's one of the friends on, uh, uh, he's my friend online, but I met him through the show. It sounds like I, okay. it sounds weird. No. But, uh, but I play with him online. I know I'm a 43-year-old man. Don't judge me, Phoenix. I, I, and how can I judge you? Between that and movies and series, whether it's on Netflix, whether it's on UFC Fight Pass, yeah. I, I got to give a plug. You know, it is a UFC sponsorship. Of course. Or... If it's on this YouTube Red, which I knew nothing about, but it's basically about what the the characters of Daniel, Daniel's son, and Johnny, the bad boy, and now it's like how many you thirty years in the future? They have kids, and who's? It's just so, listen. Did you like the movies? The Karate Kid movies? Yes, of the, course the, I okay. did. Okay, not the not the Jaden Smith one. No, because that should have been called the Kung Fu Kid, and yeah. I'm going to get into that. No, uh, I'm no, still mad about US, it. It should be called what? The Kung Fu Kid. I would have, He's in China. I thought it should have been called the Shit Fest. It wasn't. It wasn't good. Anyway, but I wasn't it's a hard big fan. for me to shit on anything with Jackie Chan in it. Yeah, it feels like sacrilege to shit. on I hear anything you. Jackie Chan. It's easier for me though. 
Yeah. Because it's the truth. But <laughs> the first two, I can watch those first two. My kids watch it. Definitely. So now we're, you know, we're watching this series. What a fun show. You will dig it. Yeah, and the we're music of the yeah. original Karate Kids, like oh, I get chills. it's got a little, it's got some of that. You know, it's got just flashbacks. Yeah. You know a little bit more about Johnny, yeah. who's you think's just a total dick, and in a lot of ways he is, but oh, is he just enjoyable and fun? That's good. You, did you ever That's think good. you'd be rooting for Johnny? You know, I watched some <laughs> crazy thing on YouTube once, and it shows how actually how Danielson is kind of the asshole in the in the equation. Because he really steals Johnny's girl, yeah. and it's like funny. It's a it's an interesting perspective. It is it is. But this show, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, but this show is actually it, it's it's just I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. And if people are saying, "Well, Matt, you you know you like Justice League," and a lot of people don't like that, or Suicide Squad, I'm, I might be an easy critic for some certain shit. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's just just shut up and have fun with yeah, the movie and I'm don't like be that. too picky about it. Because I didn't really love Justice League, but when they fought each other, yeah, that's when fun. you see you're a yeah, when you see that. Flash versus Superman, very, Superman's looking yeah. at him, and Flash is like, "How the f- that was are you so cool? At me? That was." Oh, I love that part. And then when he headbutts Wonder Woman, you're like, oh. It's very, the one thing about some of these DC movies, <laughs> yeah. specifically Jack's, uh, Zach, Jack, Zach, Zack Snyder, Zach Snyder right. is, it's very visually pleasing. Like yes. there's certain spots like. Like Man of Steel is gorgeous. Time, but amazing. Wonderful He's closing his eyes. The, the yeah. ground starts vibrating. You see the snow moving. Yeah. It's just, it, it'll get me emotional. Not really. Right. I get emotional with my kids. That was super. <laughs> don't lie. But my point is this. If they don't trust my judgment, uh, Ray Longo, the great Ray Longo, he likes it also. It it's nostalgia. So I think you should watch it, and we'll talk about that again. And before the show is over, because I know we got to delve into some uh, right. MMA stuff. We've got lots. We've got we lots to, of news. We, we are going to be doing a movie minute later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be talking about Infinity War. Let's right. do that. So I Let's can't wait that. to hear your thoughts about I that. I did see that. I did you see it? Plenty yeah. of thoughts. Well, then you're allowed to chime in. <laughs> Thank you. Jimmy would just make fun of me for being a man child. Yeah. I don't judge Jimmy, Phoenix. For the things that Phoenix, he likes. I don't judge him at all. I Everybody's the same to me. But anyway, <laughs> what time is uh, Usman calling in? Because if he's, if he's not calling in, we can either go with some gossip or the Yeah, we got about speaker. 10 minutes before we call uh, Kamara. So. Well, listen, you want to steer this ship and tell me what you would like to do? Sure. Well, I mean, I think we should mention that Eddie Alvarez versus Dustin Poirier 2 has been set for Calgary oh. on July 28th. That's the main event of that card. And that's Dana's birthday. That is. That's, that's the big yeah. uh, fucking fight. That's an awesome fight. Yeah. The first fight was awesome. And it ended uh, controversy. Yeah, yeah. With, with the knee, and the, like, is that really the catalyst to what changed the whole knee rule? Do you think it was that fight? Um, I think it was a couple of different things. I mean, the Weidman Musasi was part of oh, that. That's I mean, right. it, it was just kind of an out, an outcry uh, about this. But it's because certain commissions haven't adopted the new rules, so it's still sort of up in the air. And I think you're yeah. going to keep seeing it until everybody adopts the same rules. But. And Alvarez thinks that a win over Dustin too will put him right back into contention. So yeah, and it's an interesting fight because everybody believes that Poirier belongs in contention too after everything that he's done with his career. So it's 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 interesting. I respect them both. And I think it. We need that fight too. Well, since oh, yeah. they they, you know, first of all, their fight was not only was their fight great, but since then they both had fight of the nights with Justin Gaethje, right. and they both beat Justin Gaethje. Was it both in the third round stoppage? Uh, I think one went to the fourth. If I'm, let me say, oh no, he's that's the fourth with uh with Eddie. Dustin. Eddie went. Eddie well, went to the fourth. Oh, Eddie, wait, no, I think Eddie went to the. Th- 
I might be L- wrong. Let me see. Hold on. No, I think Dustin went to the fourth because I remember thinking, how the hell is this fight uh, still going? Third was against Eddie. Fourth was yeah, against uh, Dustin. Yeah, went yeah, to I should have my instinct. I second yep. guessed myself. But it was early in the fourth report. Yeah. It was 30 seconds. Well, listen, Styles make fights. And then they had, they had a little they had a little banter back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're both rightfully so think that they're the number one contender and think they should get a title shot. So, you know, there's a little bit of static between them. But this ha- it has to happen. There's just too many guys at lightweight right. to say definitively this guy deserves a title shot. He doesn't. Tony Ferguson's in the mix. Connor's in the mix. You know, it's such a people. fun division. It's amazing. Yeah. Kevin Lee. Such a fun division. And, that for, and you said that's for what date is that? July 28th in Calgary. That's also Ioana Janjacek and Tish Torres is on that card. That's um, an interesting fight. But... Yeah. I think Joanna's range it might be a problem for Tisha. What was so, you know Thug Rose? We had Thug Rose and Pat Barry on the other day. I met they, her recently in person. Saying, it was great. Yeah, she's such a they, this, she's such a nice person. Yeah, she they were um, they worked with Tisha before, and they were saying her her footwork and what's going to give a lot of they think she's going to uh, pose a lot of problems. I think so. It, it's, it should she's be tough, it's an interesting. She's so tough. And she's so strong, man. She like trains like a freak in the gym. I think she has a degree in kinesiology, also. It's a very, very interesting fighter. I like act. I love watching Tisha. Give me some more gossip. Uh, well, I was just gonna say, also on that card, not to be overlooked, Jose Aldo versus Jeremy Stevens. So that card's shaping up to be unbelievable. It's an interesting fight too. Yeah, Randa Marcos, Nina Ansarov. You know why? Only because I got ADD. Give me the date again. July twenty eighth in July- Calgary. Oh man! Remember that's your boss's birthday. It is. It is. We're going to get that guy. He's got everything. I know. Just give my I have a very bad joke about that. About what? About what to give a guy who has everything. Go ahead. It's stupid. You're going to make fun I of I will just, uh-huh. I'll, I'll give you my honest opinion, Phoenix. I, I, I you got to remember, I'm friends with Dean Thomas. I'm used <laughs> yeah. to bad jokes. <laughs> Matt, Matt, Matt would never make fun I'm, of a joke. I would never <laughs> make fun of, first of all, Chris Medusa knows I don't goof on anybody. I don't <laughs> think it works because it's a visual joke. Well, I'm, I'm looking at you. What's all right, up? All right. Let's see. Let's see. This so, water. so there's we this, like that fun here. I know. On UFC. All right. Filthy. So there's this 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 woman and her husband. They've been married okay. for for 25 years. Yeah. And her husband, his John, is super super wealthy. Okay. So Mildred, his wife, calls okay. up their friend Eileen and says, you know. It's his birthday. I don't know what to get him. I, you know, he's got everything. He's super wealthy. What do you get him? And she goes, well, Mildred, have you ever given a blowjob? Okay. She's like, no, I've never. I don't know. I don't even know what to do. She goes, well, this is what you do. You got a couple hours till he comes home. Practice all day on a ketchup bottle. She goes, on a ketchup bottle? Yeah, just practice, practice, practice. Get it right. You'll yeah. be fine. So she's practicing. She's practicing. She's practicing. She's practicing. Finally, John comes home and she grabs his dick and goes, and she's like, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right, okay, all right. I fucking love it. I'm gonna use it, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna give that one to Dean. You're a sick person, Phoenix. I figured you liked that Should one. Save that one for Jimmy. Jimmy would have got all bright eyed and bushy tailed. All right, let's no, get I liked it. I did like it. We can get Phoenix, back to the I news. I think you. And Dean Thomas should be a comedy duo. <laughs> no. Where you could be like a tag team duo. No. See, I know what this means. You, you know, see, you I took Dean, Dean Thomas on my fitness show and did made you? him do the MC Hammer dance, don't, and he don't, did it. Don't make he him. did it could on not, a fitness show. Can you not make my friend jump through hoops? It's degrading. It was, it's it degrading. was quite amusing. <laughs> it's fucking degrading. What are you going to have him do next? The moonwalk? Yeah, Phoenix, could you leave my idea. friend alone? Fucking Dean Thomas does anything in front of a camera. He'll do anything. He got a goddamn tattoo he will, he'll do on anything. looking for a fight. What'd he get? He got a tattoo saying, Matt, I won. No, I he did I not. Go, You're taking this shit too seriously. 
He's out of his fucking mind. I like me some Dean Thomas. Now, Kamaru Usman yeah. is... He was supposed to fight uh, Ponzinibbio. Yeah. Right. Right? Yeah. And what happened? How many weeks ago did Damian Maya take this fight? Uh, I think uh, Ponzinibbio pulled out on the 21st of April, and I think Damian came in on like the 25th or 26th. So it's okay. it's a li- it's like you know three and a half weeks, pretty much. Uh, but, all right. I want to see if yeah. he was already training for something, Damian Maya. Yeah. And, but we'll for Kamara Usman, is is it's a t- it's a different. It's got to change up the strategy. It has to, because he could utilize his grappling to make a big difference in the fight with um, Ponzinibbio, who. I believe Pazmina was a black belt as well, isn't he? Yeah. But the level, he's not the, I, I'm going to Damien Maya's say, just tricky yeah. because he, he just sets you up like you think you yeah, can get something but, but and then he's. make fights and a lot of, a lot of Kamaru Usman's fights are taking place on the floor. I mean, but he's shown that he has power standing up. Yeah. And he's worked, he I mean, he's, he's said he's considerably to, worked on his stand-up. And, he uses wrestling just to like use it like the anti grapple, just to keep it standing up and look to hurt him. I mean, this has to change the strategy because Ponzinibbio is nasty standing up. So if he blends in those nice, well timed takedowns, that could definitely just get him ahead on that cards, whether he was going to look to trust in his stand up or not. But now it's almost like he, it, it strategically, unless he feels, we're going to find this out soon enough, but I like to build up to it. Unless he feels he's good enough on on sh- his, his, his top game is good enough on top where he could just close down and nullify the uh, attack of Damian Maya on bottom. I think you he's going to try to stand with him. I think, I think so. he's going well, to try to do what, what Tyron Woodley couldn't do because Woodley was hurt. You know? And for, and for Damian, I want to ask, you know, with, with Colby Covington, what was different than him fighting some of these other grap wrestling-based guys where he's just strangling them? You know what I mean? Like, he went with guys that are tricky guys, and mm-hmm. I mean everything looks similar. What did Colby do differently, or did he have an off night? What 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 went down in that fight? That's well, what I want to know. Good question. Maybe right? That's I'm not asking thing. you. I'm the asking. First thing. Yeah. Yeah. First things first. You're the realist. I. <laughs> See, you this like, is why I love you. We Matt. have fun. That's why I love you. I like your Fight Club shirt. Yeah. Did you like that movie? I did. Actually. I mean, you were in the shirt. It. I loved it. I loved the movie. Actually, it was. I've watched it a billion times. Did you really? Yeah, it's like very it's very um psychological. I it like is. stuff like that. Yeah, did you like the movie 7? I did. Jimmy thinks it was so overrated. I know What's I in heard the box? I heard it on I heard it on the I show. Think, I think Jimmy likes hello? it different. Oh. Hello? hello, is this Kamaru Usman? Hello, is this Kamaru? Uh, he's not here right now. Is this who a, is? Who, <laughs> I really feel like we're being I think this we're, is, being, I, we're being hosed. Are we being are we being punked? Kamaro, is this you or is this some weird dude in your... Yes! <laughs> yeah. What's up, Kamaro? Uh, I got it. What's up, Matt? How you guys What's doing? up, man? You, uh, Jimmy's not here today. You with myself and the great Phoenix Carnivale. Hey, Kamaro. Hey, how are you guys? We're now, good. Now, how you feeling, man? Now, this, oh, let me ask you. Now, you were all set to fight Ponzinibbio. And that's a huge fight. Very dangerous guy. Now you're fighting, I'm going to say, an equally dangerous guy, but strategically, a, just a different, it's a different fight altogether. Tell me about this, the, how did this go down? You got, how'd you get the call for Damien, and, and was he the first guy offered? Yeah, uh, um, it was, basically, Damien was a guy, as we both know, uh, you know, has, has had two uh, back-to-back fights that didn't go his way, so, you know, he was a guy, he was the exception, 
in the division, if, if there was a guy that I'm going through and say, okay, that guy needs a break, or you know what, that guy needs to fight me, he was the exception that I would say, oh, he might need a break. You know, he might want to take some time off. You know, that's up to him. He's a veteran. He's been in the game for a long time. He's putting his, he's paid his dues. He's putting his, his time. And, you know, but I, I was going through the, after Pontonigo pulled out, and I just, I really honestly didn't think I was going to get a fight. I said, I, I don't think I'm going to get a fight. You know, I don't, what I want, what I don't want to do is settle for fighting a guy that's out of the top 15 again, and, and it's just another fight. I don't want to do that. I want a fight that's going to propel me and help me elevate towards what I want, which is that welterweight title. And so I went through a couple of days there where I thought nothing was going to happen, and all of a sudden I got a call. They're like, hey, you got Damian Maya. I'm like, sign me up. You know, <laughs> this is a fight that I asked for two years ago. Yes. I never thought this fight would materialize, and hey, it's here. So you know what? He possesses and he presents a different danger, a different game plan. But at the end of the day, you want to be the best in the world. You got to beat the best in any given day. So that's, you know, I had to take it. Well, he's a huge name. And not only that, you said two years ago, if I remember correctly, actually it's written down. Chris, the producer, mm-hmm. put it in the notes. But you did say you were going to finish, you'd finish him if you fought him, uh, I believe, in the first round. Do you still, does that still hold up now? Do you feel that? Well, you know, you don't feel the way you feel just today. You don't feel that today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, no, I, I step, each and every time I step in the octagon, I step in to dominate from start to finish. That's just how I compete. That's my mindset. And that will never change as long as I'm competing. So exactly, when I step in there, I'm going to try to dominate from start to finish. If that finish comes in that first round, so be it. Whether I knock him out, whether I choke him out, or whether I just drag it out and beat on him, hey, so be it, but... The key remains the same. I'm going to dominate from start to finish. Now, in a lot of your fights, now your wrestling's phenomenal, and it comes through in all your fights. It's in your back pocket. Even if you want to work your stand-up, yeah. it's always there to go back to. Does that change with such a dangerous um, master of jiu-jitsu like Damian Maya, who's just one wrong move could be a problem? Or do you feel your wrestling could, could nullify his jiu-jitsu? It, it, it's... That's a really good question because uh, a lot of people would think that, but the way I wrestle is so, and I, I, when I say that I felt that I was the best grappler in the division, I meant that. The way that I wrestle, people don't, a lot of guys don't wrestle like me. And that comes from years and years of doing the wrong moves or, or doing the right thing, the, the wrong things that weren't, my bot, that weren't, you know, conducive to my body and using my body in the appropriate way all through wrestling, you know, doing moves and getting caught in other moves and other things like that. So I've learned how to wrestle. I've learned how to shorten things up or lengthening things or go hard or go slow. So, no, you would think that would change, but not with me. If I want to wrestle, I can take him down at will. Everyone knows that. I can take him out at will and, and, and beat on him on the ground if I want to, but... No, it doesn't change. That wrestling is always in the back pocket. You get too aggressive, you might be in for a ride. When you when you were training, starting for the original fight with with Santiago, and then having to switch it up for Damian Maya, I, I, for I'm a fight nerd, so I like to oh that now I can do this, or I could use this or utilize that. Is there anything that got you excited, or how did you have to change training camp for a new opponent? Yeah, the one thing the, the one thing that got me excited was the emphasis that people put on rankings nowadays. Is yeah. that 
they put so much emphasis on rankings. I went from fighting the number 10 guy to now fighting the number five guy to where I actually do get a chance to elevate as opposed to beating Santiago and I'd still be in the same place. So, yes, that got me excited. But really, not that much strategy wise. I mean, fighting Santiago Pontenegro, I was going to be able, I was going to have to utilize my wrestling anyway and, and, and mix it up with my striking. The same with Damian Maya. I'm just going to mix the wrestling, the striking, and, and you know, that should get the job done. That's gotten the job done each and every time I've stepped in that octagon. So I expect nothing different. Now, I seen you, do you, you remember this, right? It was when Al was going to fight, I think it was just recently, I, we, we, we talked, uh, Camaro, and yeah. Um, yeah, we were bullshitting, it was great to see you, and then after that, I, it must have been right after that, uh, you got into a little something with uh, that Colby Covington, you know, <laughs> yeah. and then there was a video of that, and then you, you, you're taking jabs at him at the, um, at the press conference, so like, it, where is that, he's not by, he's trying to not play into it too much. He's trying to pretty much avoid the back and forth, I feel. Kind of being like, ah, Junior on the, the, the little kid's table. He's trying not to go back and forth because I feel he goes back and forth that will set up a fight with you guys. What's going on with you two? Yeah, I mean, that, that, it's a guy, he's a guy that, I mean, that's a fight that's been in the making for a while. They've tried to make that fight, make that fight, uh, I think about three or four times now. He's turned it down each and every time because, and let's look at it stylistically. I am the worst possible matchup. <laughs> not just for not just for him, but for everybody in the division. But I am the worst matchup for him. He can't utilize the left wrestling that he uses. He can't do that. And he can't bust a grape in a food fight. I mean, this <laughs> guy has pillow hands. And so yeah, he knows that if that fight were to happen, he would be in trouble. And he knows that if he even feeds into that, if he even says something back that fans are going to run with it, and that's a fight that is going to be demanded so highly that it's going to have to happen. And so he's trying to avoid it, but I'm just going to be honest with you guys. There, there's a lot of like, – I've been in the, around the fight game for a long, long time now, and um, I just – there's one guy. I can't explain the feeling. It, it, the only thing I can compare to it is – when I was a kid and you knew you had to get in a fight after school at 3 o'clock in, in you know, 4th, 5th grade, and you just can't explain that emotional roller coaster, but you, you're just so upset that you start to cry because you just have so much rage inside you. He's the one guy that I am uncomfortable being around. It doesn't matter where it is. I, I just, I, I'm just, my heart rate just rises, and I literally want to punch a hole in his head. That's Why? The one guy I just, um, I and and I the more I dissected this over the years, the more I, I this is a fight that's been been in the making for years. I mean, me and this guy are so we're have so many things in common that it, it's scary. It's scary, and I'm from I'm a kid born in Nigeria, yeah. and he's a, a, a you know little bi boy born in Oregon. You know, so. It, it's so crazy how our paths have crossed so many times, and we literally live 20 miles apart from each other. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's a fight that has to happen. It's a fight that everyone wants to see. So, you know, it is what it is. Everyone's going to, of course, try to avoid me and go around me just to get to that title before I do, because they know once I get to that title, they have no shot at it. Let me remind the audience that, uh, you know, Kamar Usman is on an 11-fight, you know, uh, winning streak including yeah. uh seven in a row inside the octagon phoenix 
That's no fucking. That, that, that's that's not mean, an easy. I, I always say, how come people aren't talking about him more? And I'm not saying that because you're on the phone, Kamaro. No. I do say I do say that. Now and let me ask you though, Kamaro. I'm sorry, Phoenix. Okay. That with Colby's fight versus uh, RDA, what's your take on that? Man, it, you know, honestly, I'm a guy. I'm, I'm a realist. I don't. I'm not. I have no hate, no malice in my heart. Like I recognize skill where skill is, and in breaking down that fight, um, I, I can see you. I can see Kobe out wrestling him for about two rounds, you know, maybe just getting on him because we're, as wrestlers, we're used to that, that lactic acid build up and in, mm-hmm. in, in our muscles and our arms and still pushing through that. So I can see him getting a hold of RDA and, and, and just kind of wearing on him, grinding on him for about two rounds until RDA's tired and, and, and then, you know, it becomes just a sloppy striking match after that. But, yeah, I see that. I mean, Khabib, Khabib took that, you know, RDA down. Khabib dominated him. So I can see Kobe doing that. But Kobe's striking is so trash. I can also see RDA tagging him <laughs> and hurting him. So yeah, that is it, a, it, yeah. it goes back and forth. Yeah, I really don't know. It, 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 could, it could go back and forth. But that's the ways that I see both guys winning. One guy kind of wearing the other guy out, and, and they just stand up and strike for the rest of the round. Or the other guy lands something and, and, and that hurts him. Yeah, Khabib is throwing though. I think that is the difference. Like I know not that Kobe doesn't throw, but I'm not sure if he's cracking too many eggs up there. I don't know if he's. Fucking, no, no, yeah, he doesn't right. look like he's got absolutely heavy right. hands. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, two different classes of grappling. Yeah. I mean, Khabib and, and the other guy. Yeah, and Khabib's got heavy class. hands. I feel Khabib does, even though he's awkward, he might be a little yeah. awkward standing up, but he's coming after you. You know what I mean? Did, did uh, oh, Al tell you he oh, hit hard? or? Yeah, Al said he had, had better striking and than, than you'd think, and he was harder to hit than you'd think, because mm. Al was very accurate. accurate. Kamaro, how, how is it training with uh, Henry Hooft? I mean, he is an, just an absolute legend in the kickboxing world. You know, how, how has that been? It's uh, South Florida, right? Yeah, we, we live in South Florida, and... Um, down at Hard Knocks in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, this is, I'm a guy who, of course, I, I like I like acquiring as much knowledge as possible from as, as many sources as I can. But I'm a guy who, that, that's my roots. That's where I started. Mm-hmm. I learned, I started the basic. I learned the basic kickboxing from him. And I'm continue to build on that. And so, yeah, it, it's something that's been working. There's, there's no reason to change it. Of course, I can go here and here and get some more tools and keep putting them in the toolbox, but that fundamental stays the same, and that's what we work with Henry. Stay fundamental because at the end of the day, all that spinning shit, all that you know, fancy, <laughs> nice, fancy shit, it's not gonna work when you're tired. Yeah. So you gotta stay with the basics. You gotta stay with the fundamentals, and that's something that Henry pushes a lot. And and as you can you can see that in my fights. If I get the opportunity to touch a guy, they're going to sleep. I love it. I'm wondering, just I got to ask you this one last question because I know you want to go for that championship belt. How do you see yourself and Tyron Woodley working out in a fight? I mean, these are two guys that have heavy hands and have great wrestling. What do you think about that matchup eventually for the future? Oh, (laughs) 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 you got me salivating over here. That's the matchup, of course. That's a dream matchup. That's something that I want. Um, Nothing against Tyron. I mean, Tyron is a true champion and, and, and exemplifies what a champion should be. You know, nowadays there's all this, you know, social media. You got to talk, you got to say, you got to do this Connor shit and all this and that. Don't get me wrong. I understand you got to entertain entertainment as well. But, 
you know, Tyron really is, is a champion and still one of the old school guys that has respect for the sport mm-hmm. and the guys in the sport. You know, a lot of respect for him, but let's be serious. I want to be the champion, and I'm going to be the champion. So I got to go to him. So I, I plan on running him over to be the champion. Well, let me tell you, I'm going to be watching this weekend. Styles make fights. Um, I love Damian Maya's jiu-jitsu. I'm a big fan of yours. I can't wait to watch this weekend. It's the main event, UFC Fight Night Chili, Saturday, this Saturday, May 19th, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Fox Sports 1. Yo, Kamara, man, thanks so much. And I, and I always tell you when I see you, if you are ever in New York, please jump in studio with us. Oh, man, I will for sure do that. I'm going to talk to my manager about We got to just get a plan together and just hit the whole media circuit out there in New York because you guys do a great job. Awesome. Thanks, homie. Awesome. Hey, best of luck, bro. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Take care, man. Take care tomorrow. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up, an epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points, back-to-back, essentially close-out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power, and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph. And a lot of transition. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to pull up. Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for a free You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value, free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. All right, man. Listen, I, I, I like his attitude. I've been telling you forever, Chris, the producer, that uh, I, I people are like, oh, well, they, they may not like, they might not think he's the most exciting fighter. I don't agree. I like this fight with Meek. Me the too. people thought it was shitty. I don't know. I like when people blended together. He showed power. Yeah. And that Meek was a, was a freak show yeah. in a good way. Like he was tall, lanky, yeah. he had some knees, he was game. He beat up he just beat up that uh Pa Harris, I believe, you know, yep. coming off a yes, big win. Exactly. He came in yep. there and he was tough. And people did not give Kamara Usman enough credit for that fight and for a lot of his other fights. So yeah. but now he's fighting one of the guys that I look for if Damian Maya is on a card, I am a hundred percent not only am I watching it, I'm watching it five times because I will be dissecting it and teaching stuff that I see him doing. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's his 
um, butterfly hooks. Uh, 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 his butterfly guard is his his sitting to the um, half guard to get on top to take the back. I love his technique. I, I people say he's Hoist Gracie 2.0 because people know what he's going for and he still gets it. When he's on, he's on, and he's taking out the who's who in the division in, in two divisions, and uh, and fought for the title in two divisions. That that says something about a guy who's such an expert in one area. I mean, he's well-rounded, but he is such a special a specialist yeah. on the ground in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu where, you know, he's just the elite of the elite, you know? And um, I, styles make fights, so this is a very... He gets this win. He puts him right back in there again. I know, but do you think... That has to do, be the motivation. Do you think that's going to be the deciding factor in this fight with him? Do you think that if he wins... He stays in the game. If he loses, he decides to leave his gloves in the octagon. Like, oh my goodness, that's it. a big question, Phoenix. It is a Phoenix, big don't ask me that. It's a scary question. Do you have the uh, cojones? I'm, oh, you're gonna ask him. I now. guess so I'm gonna enough. have to. Is this the great Damian Maya? That's Damian. Damian. Hi, Damian. How are you, buddy? It's Matt, Sarah, and my buddy Phoenix Carnavale. I'm, I'm okay. I'm good. good. Thank you. Good. Now listen, you're you're set to fight Kamara Usman. And, you know, mm-hmm. this guy is a monster movie. In a sense, he won 11 straight fights. He's on a seven-fight winning streak. Um, but styles make fights. So I am, me, being a fan of your style, you know, I you um, know I feel that a lot of Kimura's fights take p- place on the floor. Was that a big factor in you taking this fight on pretty much short notice? Uh, yeah, but that's not the main reason. And like you said, it's a big challenge, especially in, like, I had two weeks camp and now this week as the fight, so it was really, really short camp. But the the most important thing for me was to come to Chile and, and be able to open this market here because it will be the first time USC will have an event in, in South America outside Brazil. Mm-hmm. And actually, you know, I was one of the guys who started with that like three years ago when I came here with USC to do PR for, for uh, UFC and and try to educate and, and all the, the journalists and the media here. We came here to do a tour for like three, four days. And, and you know, to be able to, after three years, uh, be in the main fight of the evening will be, will be really special. Now, you said you had uh, like a two-week camp, which is pretty much not too much of anything. Were you training for anything no. prior to this? Were you? I, I know you don't walk around sloppy, but were you training for anything in particular or...? Yeah, of course. I'm not, you know, I always, training, of course, is different when it's a camp, but, you know, I try to keep always uh, uh, doing something and never totally, like, uh, doing nothing. Like, many fighters, when they fight, they just stop the training until they, they know, get noticed for next fight. So, I don't do that, you know. I, when, I, when I fight, I, I rest, like, for 10 days around 10 days, and then I come back slowly and start to train again. Now, now, Damien, I don't want to bring up anything negative because I could sit here and bring up all the positives because, I, like I said before, whenever you are on a card, I'm watching it, and then I'm watching your fight specifically like five times. I love watching you fight. Your fight versus J- Jake Shields. I know that was that didn't go your way, but man, what a freaking chess match. Definitely. Oh, my goodness. I loved it. Now... Thank you. What, now, you're welcome. Now, where is... Well, we, I'm sorry, I was going to get to Colby Covington. Now, what... I'm, I'm going to say what went wrong, like, because you, you've strangled, you've finished 
uh, a who's who in two divisions. So Colby, uh-huh. Colby, was there anything? I know you don't like to make excuses. Was there anything that you felt specific that he was doing that that made made it a little of a rough night for you that night? I think that was, of course, Colby's a great athlete, but I think I I make a big mistake in in the first round when I feel that I connect some good rare hands and I felt that maybe I could drop him, I could knock out him. And I think I got too excited and I spent too much energy trying to knock him out. And I, and then you know when I when I switch in the second round to come back to my 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 regular game, I was already like too much you know low energy and uh-huh. and start to to make mistakes and mistakes and shoot after shoot. Yeah. That, you know I wasn't thinking well. That that's interesting because learning from that mistake and and experiencing your striking and then mixing in with you jujitsu, taking that fight into this Usman fight, will we expect more stand up from you or, or how how are you looking to approach this fight with him? Yeah, you you never know how how the the opponent will react if you wanna. Yeah, I think he will try to stand up more than go to the ground, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have my stand-up game, you know, well set up to my 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 jiu-jitsu game. So that's what what I normally do, and that's what gives me success when when I do well. So uh, what I did in Kobiton's fight, I think uh, in Kobiton fight, I think was a mistake, you know, when I when I try to change in the in the first round. Now let me ask you now. Forty is not old, believe me. I'm, I'm older than you. But do, where is the more, <laughs> Damien? But where does are you still? You've shown that you obviously can compete with the best of them, and you're dangerous as hell. Where's the motivation come from? Are you still as motivated as you were five fights ago? Oh, of course. You know, maybe three fights ago, four fights ago, when I was going to the fight, I was very motivated. But I, I just switch a little bit for other motivations, but uh, I feel motivated because I like very much to train. I like very much to go to the gym every day and learn new things. So I don't feel that it's dropping. I feel that when, you know, I'm not motivated anymore to go to training every day, like twice a day and do my best, then I will feel that, you know, it's over. But by now, I'm feeling pretty hard. I go every day to the gym. I do, you know, every day. I train twice, uh, two, two, two times a day, and you know, I feel, I feel happy to do that. I don't feel like any, any burden or any, any thing like, you know, uh, heavy on my, on my back. I just. I guess, you know, feel for joy to do that. Yeah, once you get to that sort of magic number, you know, past like 38, everybody always wants to know, okay, when when are you going to retire? So do you look at it as like, yeah. okay, if I win, that puts me right back to that title contention, or maybe I leave my gloves in the octagon like Vitor did. What, what, what's your thought process going into it? No, I have pretty clear uh, thoughts about retiring. Uh, you know, we just did a new deal with UFC for four fights. Uh, I want to do these four fights and then, and then probably will retire. Not because I don't like the game, but because, you know, I have, you know, been in this game for so long, especially, you know, with the UFC almost 11 years, yeah. that I want to 
have staged the projects that I like very much. And of course, you know, when you are UFC athlete, you need to be 100% focused on, on being that. And I have so many things that I like to do uh, uh, with jiu-jitsu and with media and this kind of thing. That I think, you know, after these four fights, I will, I will be, you know, probably retiring. Now, with well, I'm happy that you can be fighting at least four more times because I enjoy watching you. And speaking of enjoying watching Thank you, you. <laughs> now, do you talked about doing more stuff with jujitsu? When you're done with MMA, is there a chance that you'll go back to doing some maybe super fights or Abu Dhabi stuff or doing some grappling matches? Oh yeah, oh yeah, of course, of Excellent. course. I think you know, I think I will, I will feel that. That's will for sure, you know. Right now, I really focus on MMA, but, you know, I think when I stop and I relax a little more after, like, a couple of months or something or, or a year, you know, I will feel the itch to to do something like that just yeah. because it's fun and, and no many people asking me for that, so maybe, maybe it will be something that I want to do. But <laughs> I want to focus very much on, you know, growing... Jiu-Jitsu, I have association in the United States, in Europe, and teach more, giving more seminars that I didn't have too much time the late, late uh, years to give. Um, I didn't go, I, I go all the time to seminars, but I want to go more. And also I did some nice TV projects in, in Brazil for Combat TV in, in partnership with USC uh, that I can I can't talk right now, but will be a very nice some documentaries there about fighting and you know traveling around the world. This is something that I really enjoy to do, and I want to keep doing. Damien, you, you were talking about like you had helped the UFC promote in Chile and and, and more of South America. I was just in Costa Rica mm-hmm. a couple of days ago, and I was like asking them about you know how how MMA is received in in South America. What's your perspective mm-hmm. since you've been there? You know, how excited are they in Chile? Like, how much training is going on in that part of the world? Yeah, I've been in Chile three times. That, that's my third time. And when I came first time, it didn't, they didn't know much about that. And then, you know, second time with the USC was like people start to, to know a little bit because the, the, there was some TV deals here and they start to promote. And right now it's different. People know where UFC is growing what is MMA, and I think it's just a matter of time uh, till it grows much more. You know, before we let you go, <clears throat> Damien, I just want to let the world know that, I, Damien, it must have been like 10 years ago, I was I was with Damien Maya and the great Bass Rutten, and there was a few other guys, Babalu, and we were in Canada. Yeah, we were in, in Canada. Canada, remember that? Yeah, yeah we did some, we were part yeah, of some of kind of, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a uh, like a warrior retreat type of seminar thing. And the type of guy Damien yeah, Maya is. Very, very cool. Yeah, it was yeah. one of the Sorry. first times. Yeah, it was, when I, it was a great experience. But Damien yeah. took every single seminar. He jumped in mine. He jumped in Bas Rutten's. He, he, not only was he teaching, he was also just there being a student. And that just speaks volumes about the guy. Damien Maya, you are a phenomenal fighter and a role model. And I'm looking forward to, to watching you this weekend, buddy. Thank you very much. You know, I'm very happy to hear that. Yeah, of course, you know, I was there that time in in in, in Toronto. Yeah. Uh, actually, well, out, a little bit outside of Toronto. What, what's the name of the city? Was uh, the city of the airport? I forgot to. I forgot. It was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, 
So I just I just remember that you know there was so many good guys that I said okay I am teaching but you know I want to take this opportunity to learn also because yeah. I love to learn and that's something that I will keep doing since the, the end of my day. So you know uh, thank you very much. Uh, you know I hope to do a good fight on Saturday. I can't wait to watch. Looking it, buddy. forward to it. Always Thanks. looking forward to it. Thanks, Damien. Thanks for hanging out with us, buddy. Good. Best of luck, buddy. Ciao. Thank you very much. Ciao. Bye bye. Take care. The great Damien Maya. I'm. I'm telling you. I'm. He's just talk about a role model. <laughs> that might he's be the nicest the, guy in the sport. <clears throat> nah, yeah, dude. That yeah. guy is. I'm telling you. I met him ten years ago or whatever it was. He went into every single and he's asking us. Asking questions like a white belt, just hey, you know, and that's the best compliment I could ever, ever give anybody. Nice. Every time I've seen him since, just a pleasant dude. I, and, I judge uh, martial artists off of that, yeah. so it's really nice to hear you say that. Oh. One of the things that really won me over about Anderson Silva actually was he was supposed to teach an hour seminar, and it was two hours long. And Ed Soares is looking at him like, could you stop now? Could you come on? Yeah. And you could tell his love for martial arts and for teaching was there. Yeah. And when I see people like that, it makes me respect them more as a fighter. I'm laughing because we had Ed Soares in here. I like Ed Soares. Yeah. I like him a lot. And we had him in here with uh, with Brian uh, oh, T-Money. Well, I love Brian. And his and I like Brian's uh, stand-up coach, uh, James. Yes. Right? James, James, James is like, yeah. James yeah, is great. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You know him? Yeah, they, I had well, them they, all on my show. The best is... Brian and James were goofing on Ed, Ed Soros because Ed they all surf, but Ed surfs with like a with like a like a paddle, like whatever. So oh yeah. There. So they're like Stand goofing on morning. him, and he showed me. You had to be here, but holy shit, man, it was funny. But Ed I like said Ed something Soros. to me about Brian too that was like super cool. He's like, I haven't had that feeling about somebody being like a true martial artist since Leota Machida, Anderson Silva. And he well, goes, and I put Brian in that category for a young for a young kid that you he. You meet him and stuff. He's got some zen flown out of him. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and that's a compliment. He's for got sure. a good aura. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's got that California boy yeah, surfer. But it's like a, yeah, like a a good like you. This guy's for a young kid. His head's on straight. So excited about how that old fight. is he? How old is twenty six? Is he that yeah, young? Yeah, I think he yeah. might have just turned twenty seven. But yeah, yeah. twenty six. What was I? Just an asshole when I was young. <laughs> look at I look at these young guys all mature. Yeah, but you were mature what? in your own way. I'm waiting to mature. I'm not mature either. <laughs> Let's hey really quick. Uh, give me some more of anything because we got before we finish. We're doing a movie minute. Okay. I don't you give a shit. Want to talk about Tony Ferguson? Yeah, yeah let's let's talk let's about talk that. About um, what about Tony Ferguson? His freaking knee was vicious, vicious injury. It's like an LCL uh, tear. Yeah. Okay. And and so he talked to ESPN this ESPN this yes. week discussing his recovery from knee surgery and a possible return to action. He said that recovery time is going to take anywhere from three to six months, but it's a quick heal. It's a quick heal if you get in the pool. I swear to God, get what? in the pool if you have any get in injury. The pool? Get in the pool. Run in the pool. Do stuff with the stability of your knee. Take Seventeen thirty-eight. <laughs> I just, a lot of times, I just listen to this music and I just scream out lyrics, and it just comes in my head. Seventeen thirty-eight. <laughs> What does that mean? It's a drink, right? Somebody told me Is it's a it? drink. Is that a drink? Seventeen thirty eight. I don't I don't know my You got it. These are all like this is what the kids listen to. You know? Yeah, it's a uh, Remy Martin. Is it? Yeah. It's a yeah? Yeah. Oh, now we Say know. It. Say it. Now we know. Say 1738. 1738. 1738. <laughs> all right. So what are we up to? Uh CM Punk. You want to talk about him? Oh, I like CM Punk. I I, do too. What a nice dude. Can man. I say actually about Tony Ferguson? So yeah. you know, he's talking about his recovery. He 
feels like he didn't lose the belt. You know, he still wants to get in there and fight. Understandable. Yeah. But Understandable. if you follow him on Instagram and Twitter, you really see, I mean, he's doing everything he can to get back as quick as possible. Sure. I mean, it's kind of sure. crazy to see, you know. No, but he's doing. like, he's like really into fitness and athletics yeah, yeah. and he does like all types of cool martial arts. Like, I love him. Listen, I would yeah, love mentally, to have him he's a show. tough, people tough call him wacky, say. but I think mentally yeah. that guy's, you know, not that you want this to happen to anybody, but this is, I, if anybody's making a great comeback, it's that guy. A hundred percent. I think that guy's insane in a good way. Yeah. It's good for fighting, you know? Like uh, that's like a good in, fight too. Yeah, him and Khabib. Wait, we're going to Russia. Isn't the UFC going to Russia? We're going to Russia. Not us. <laughs> us. Not us. Phoenix. Uh, Russia's too cold for me. Yeah, let me double it's check. Like I think September it's September something. September fifteenth. Now think, I yeah. just want to keep it, screaming. Seventeen thirty-eight. I'll let you rap. I'll let no, you freestyle. I don't. That's all I know. Of the whole thing. <laughs> um, it's that, a good verse, though. That's a fight night in you know? Moscow, which I don't know if they, I mean. The, oh yeah, more than likely they're not going to. Twitter figures turn the trigger figures. Go ahead. What were you going to say? About Twitter, is, I hate Twitter. Are, did you? And it's true though. Is that about Drake? Twitter fingers? Did you just quote? Yeah. Maybe Drake? I did. I think Phoenix. It was Drake. Maybe I did. That's good. What's like next, Christopher? Uh, well, Phoenix, you brought it. You were going to say CM Punk, which I think is oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, CM yeah. Punk, like oh. he, he he catches a ton of shit from people, uh-huh. you know, because he hasn't been in the sport very long. Obviously, he's going to be on the main card, UFC two twenty five. Enjoy it. I man. give him a look, pass. Look, you know why? Because I think that he is legit, like bringing attention to the sport and he's so positive about the sport and he tries so hard and duke rufus was like don't shit on him phoenix he's a really no. awesome yeah. guy because at first i was like what what you doing here you don't belong here mm. and then i gave him i gave him some <laughs> fly girl <laughs> i don't know what happened right there i don't know i just get um, i turn into that when i'm mad yeah, I like that. He, uh, mark coleman was doing like a oh mark coleman was doing a q a on twitter yeah? and somebody said like it's a real shame that you know cm punk is like taking a spot on the main card when there's so many other people that oh, would mark die coleman to do it that? i don't know no, them, yeah, so i give mark, him a pass a fan said that's a mark coleman mark yeah. coleman responded said i understand uh uh, he goes, sometimes you have to make exceptions. I'm excited for this fight. I wish CM Punk the best, but I understand what you're saying. And then CM Punk jumped in and was like, I understand too. If it was up to me, I'd be first fight on Fight Pass. Doesn't matter to me. Fans like to be outraged by stuff that doesn't matter. Appreciate the support, Mr. Coleman. You're truly... Yeah, uh, he's, he like he legit takes it so seriously. His his opponent's not an easy fight for him either. Mike I'm Jackson not is... Uh, producer. What are you, slamming shit? <laughs> Mike Jackson trains... Phoenix is trying to make a point. <laughs> He's long, he's lanky, he's a good yeah. fighter. He's, you know, uh, I mean, I think he's like 1 and 0 or 0 and 1 or yeah, whatever. He's 0 and 1. Too. He has so a long, long and lanky, short and stocky. <laughs> Let's call the whole thing off. What is wrong? <laughs> I like to have a good time when Phoenix is here. You know, we I have think, such a good chemistry. I think we should go for hip hop karaoke. Don't fucking. Oh, I, oh, I think so too. Boom. Yeah, I knew that was fucking coming. doing that. Fucking Listen it. to me. I am psyched for those fights this weekend. I'm psyched for those fights. Are we doing picks? Yeah, we could do picks. You know what? Let me say this, though, too, because we what? brought it up, I think, last Sorry, episode. What, what happened? Them. Neil Magny oh! is the co-main event on that Liverpool card. Uh, when is that? Who's he fighting? He was supposed to be fighting Gunnar Nelson. Gunnar Nelson had to pull out. Wait, don't say it. Wait, don't say it right away. So he's... Can we get a drum roll on this fucking thing? Go huh? for it. Go, yeah, we can go, get a go. drum roll. Sure. Get it popping. Well... I don't uh, do a good drum roll. Uh, I, I do like a drum roll like somebody who's got one arm. But go ahead. <laughs> uh, so we were talking. I mean, I think Jim was trying to guess who he was going to fight. And Craig White, who is 14 and 7, he's making his UFC debut on Day- 12 days notice. He's replacing Gunnar Nelson. So he- Neil Magny's going to stay on the card. He's fighting Craig White. Tell me about this kid, Craig White. 
Uh, did he just get on because he's uh, Dana's cousin? No, yeah, exactly. It. Well, how did he get on this thing? Uh, he's on a four-fight win streak. He fights in Cage Warriors, uh, and he had earned himself a title shot in Cage Warriors, but instead of taking that title shot, he's now moving into the UFC. Was he, ready? Was he getting ready for a fight? He was getting yeah. ready. For, I think he was. What's yeah, his I record? He was training. He's 14-7, and seven, but he's won four in a row. Okay. And, okay. Uh, well, he's got experience. So, yeah, so he's willing Listen to, to me. Moving on up. Hey, let me tell you about opportunity. Yes. When it... Knox, come in. You get up and you have to say, door. Come in. No, <laughs> nobody, what? nobody leaves their door open in New York. You get up and you answer it. My point is this this is how opportunity you doesn't knock way. twice. Yeah, so you get up. it. Doesn't Phoenix, when you gotta when you get an opportunity in this, you know what you gotta do? You gotta I acquit that bitch. <laughs> You understand? That's what you got to do. The, where's the clap? That's what you got to do. When you there get you an go. opportunity, you got to eye a quint to that motherfucker. That's what you do. Wait. That's wait. what you do. Why is this called the Weidman applause? Because Weidman's like a, money. It's like a hearty you know applause. Why? You know why? Because this is oh. the Longo applause. You ready? <laughs> All right. And that's rightfully fucking so. All right. I'm only kidding. He's well, going he's gonna to do the speech at the uh, Hall of Fame thing we're doing here. For oh me. My, what do you think he's gonna say? <laughs> I don't know. He might get put in, <laughs> from Long Island. I don't know what's he gonna say. He's gonna get put in the Hall of Fame for that speech. I feel yeah. like it's gonna be. I yeah. think he's gonna cry. I think he better fucking pop some Xanax. I think he's gonna fucking freeze. He, no, he's gonna cry. If he freezes up there, I'm gonna be like, dude, he better not pull like that. Some shit like what happened in the, you know. Like like kids get nervous on the fucking the stage and they run off the stage. Imagine that happens a long ago. Imagine he goes up there and I want to say zip. Get out, security! Stop, Longo! I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Listen to me. Any more MMA gossip? Can I be having more fun? Is it Phoenix? Can I ask you a question? Yes, sir. Is it possible? For me to be having any more fun than I am right I now. I don't know. I'd be a little scared if you did. Uh, well, I told you about those Twitter fingers, what they turn to. <laughs> yeah. now, now, answer me this. Yeah. Riddle me that. I don't know. It's from fucking Batman. But any more gossip before me and Phoenix nerd out? Oh, uh, well, that's yeah. what's next. Give me well, something else. You guys can next. nerd out. We'll well, do yeah, the I picks. Think you have something for we'll me. do the picks. Yeah, I was going to say. So Let's do the picks. Somebody we're a big fan of, Mike what? Perry. Has been training at Jackson Wink. That's MMA, right. Which is That's interesting. an interesting move for him. Yeah. Which I think is a good move. He needed to. Well, he needed to a I little think, evolution. Yeah, I mean, he's listen. talented, but a little extra tricks might I be like, good. I like Mike, Mike Perry a lot. Did we, did, and now I'm just thinking of Kelvin Gasoline because he had a little thing with him. Uh, yeah. yeah. We gave Kelvin enough credit for that last fight. Did we talk about that enough last fight? I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, I think I think I think we did. But listen, I got the memory of a fucking goldfish. No, we did. We went over the fights. I can't say enough about that Kelvin Gasoline. I know, I know. It's it's not old news. It just happened. But we we talked about it last episode. But you know what he did with Jacare to survive that onslaught. And Kelvin doesn't look like he gets. He's what got a great wind, man. He just keeps on going, and he's dangerous and whatever. I just want to give him another shout out, and it has nothing to do with him laughing at me at the Laugh Factory when I did my stand up that time. Yes, I know I killed. I know I killed. You did. Hi Ted. Uh, how can I? I first of all, all right. you, did rocky, you, you did a rocky. You did a rocky bit. And because you did I a rocky did. bit, I will love you forever. Thank you so much. And can I say you give a much more stronger. Uh, high 10 than Jimmy. I do? Jimmy's like a weak little bird. <laughs> <laughs> He's not very touchy-feely. You know? Jimmy it's doesn't like, like when I... I well, not listen, I don't t- get touchy-feely, but I, I, when I give him high fives and stuff, I feel like I'm going to break him. Really? Yeah. So let's train you him. Gave, you gave a high 10. I'm like, oh, Phoenix, calm down. I need my arms. <laughs> 
You know? Let's but listen, train Jimmy's high 10. Now, any other thing. Listen, I don't like to delve right into movies and stuff. Right. Anything else do you want to talk? Because I'll talk about other. I will talk about anything you want to talk about. Why, why don't we do our picks? Okay. Here's the thing. I reached out to Jim Norton uh, in his undisclosed oh. location. Okay. I got. He gave me the, the his picks for the the three uh, the, the main event, the co-main, and let's the, do it. the third fight. So let's, let's do it. Let's make our start picks start it though. off, and I want might want to read like. Review some of these uh, yeah, no fighters' right, records some, for the people at home for and for Phoenix in case you didn't do homework. Okay. So let's talk. Let's go ahead. Name uh, the fights for me. So the first fight we'll pick is Jared Cannonier versus Dominic Reyes. And that's a light heavyweight. Uh, that yeah. is a light heavyweight. Tell fight, me about yes. Jared. Uh, sure. Well, Five-inch reach yeah. advantage, height advantage. Okay. Reyes is good. Well, what's overall what, facet. I want to know about Jared's... Uh, the history here. How many fights does he have in the UFC? He has six UFC fights. Oh. He's three and three. All right. Uh, he has two knockouts over Cyril Asker and Nick Rorick. Uh, and his last fight was against Jan Blachowicz, who's a very tough fight for anybody. It was a decision loss for Cannonier. Okay. So. Interesting. You know, yeah. I know who he trains with. He trains with John Crouch at the MMA lab in Arizona. I love John Crouch. Very good trainer. John Crouch. Yeah, let's no. give him a... He deserves Woo! that. Everybody's screaming about the uh, other coaches. Let's talk about John Crouch. Big fan. Like him a lot. Now, Dominic Reyes. Yes, he is an undefeated prospect. He's 8-0. He's 2-0 in the UFC. He knocked out uh, Joachim Christensen, and he has a rear naked choke win over Jeremy Kimball in his last fight. Where does their Dominic train out of? Um, I'm not sure. Let me see. It says Cage Combat Academy. I'm not really sure, though. Mm. Uh, his his brother is Alex. Now, you don't got, no, you UFC got any pictures of Can you put the pictures up at the same sure. time so oh, I get yeah, even yeah. more motivated? Yeah. Because I don't, I'm motivated for these. I, I'm in, I'm looking forward to this. No, this is actually this might this card might be flying under the radar a little bit. It's actually this is perfect to matchmaking. I feel like all I, these. No, yeah. I'm looking at this now, and I'm now I'm familiar with you. Yeah, more, yeah, more so. I like to see the faces with everything. Yeah. Um, this is very the killer gorilla. That's that's Jared's nickname, and yep. then Dominic's is is it the Dominator? Am yeah, I, it is the Dominator. Uh, you know what? He might have changed it actually because the of Dominator Dominic Cruz. But let me see. Wait, that's his name, the Dominator. That was his. Nickname. I might have to go with Jared over the. Oh, just because of the Dominator nickname. <laughs> Holy yeah, you know he shit. did. He changed it to the Devastator, and the I think Devastator. he changed it because oh, of Dominator. Oh, I seen okay. his last fight. Oh yeah. Mm, mm. Yeah, he's lanky, he's well rounded. He's a good fighter, and can, I mean Jared Cannonier can knock you out. Wait, very the, I, his stats: four finishes in under a minute. Yeah. How those? Give me those finishes. Um. Seven first round, five wins by KO, two by submissions. Yeah, that's what I have. Pro yeah. since 2014. Mm. And, and uh, mm, all right, I'm going with Dominic uh, Reyes, and I'm going with him um, second round TKO. Okay. Hmm. Uh, for, well, so I have Jim's pick. Jim is taking Jared Cannonier second round. Hey, all right, Jimmy. All right, Jimmy. All right, Jimmy. Let's draw swords. <laughs> Let's draw swords. Huh. Sorry, Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix, what do you pick? Uh, I'm so confused. You know, when we go over this next week, you're not going to be here. It doesn't mean that. Much. I don't know. I'm, gonna, I'm only kidding. I'm it gonna, means I, everything. I'm going to have Phoenix. to. I'm going to have to go with Jared because I know his trainer. Okay. And All right. So I say. So it's a biased lemon pick. Thir- yeah. Biased lemon pick. That's fine. I'm, don't agree. I'm okay don't with agree. that. No, I think it is. Could you not agree I'm with being, me with everything? I'm being biased right now. I am. Actually, I have agree to, with me at all. You're picking the opposite guy. I have to admit that I'm being biased. It's I'm okay. going to go with Jared I'm bi- by I'm, dude, I'm third bias. round. Bias all the time. TKO. Okay. All right. 
Um, and I'm, I actually already ha- did my picks before we came in. I also have uh, right. Dominic Reyes' second round knockout. No problem. Copy me. Yeah. What do we got? What's the next one? Uh, the next one, we got the co-main event, Alexa Grasso versus with Ta- Alexa. Tatiana Suarez. Okay. Now, let's talk about Alexa. Mm. Um, she's tough, man. And her last fight yeah. was versus... Re- re- remind me of that, please. Uh, her last fight was a split decision win over Randa Marcos. Very oh, that close was a fight. very close fight. Yeah. But Randa is no joke. No. And Randa Marcos is fighting Nina uh, soon. Isn't Nina Ansarov. Yep, that's on that uh, Calgary card. That's yeah. going to be fun. Absolutely. Um, Alexa's tough. Tell me about Tatiana. Uh, so Tatiana Suarez, she won the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. Whoa. And she has two fights in the UFC. She was that had- the same Ultimate Fighter that Alexa was on? No, it was. This was. Uh, of course, it event. wasn't. Uh, <laughs> I was just saying that for the fans. They She's a confused. really good wrestler. This girl. Really good She's wrestler. She's like a really bronze medalist, I think, in freestyle wrestling. She's yep. very, 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 very good. So, Tatiana. Where has she been lately? Where's her last? She's fight? had a couple of injuries. She fought Amanda Cooper to win the Ultimate Fighter. She won by a Darce choke, and then her last fight was November 11th of 2017, a unanimous decision over Viviani Pereira, who's very tough, but it was a. Uh, I think a clear a clear win for. Dude, I read this thing about Tatiana that she she went to get like a scan on her neck and uh-huh. she went to get an MRI because she was having a neck injury and it turned out to be like a thyroid cancer or something like that. Wow! And then she came back from that. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? Like oh, cancer. Shit. I don't want to. I don't want to just go and, and get all vulgar, but cancer sucks. Totally. Okay. Oh man. But, um, but listen Grasso, to me. I, Grasso also though very very tough. But I don't I don't know. Is she going to try to stand up with her? Or? Well, listen, that fight with Ronda was very 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 close. Yeah. Where I, I I remember thinking maybe it should have went to Ronda. I don't want to say that because I don't I don't I remember thinking no, that. No, but it was a very close. I'd fight, have to yeah. review it. I'm going to say uh, Tatiana by decision because I think Alexa uh, Alexa is very tough. Yeah. But I I think the wrestling's going to be a problem. All right, now I'm annoyed. I think it's, it's going to be a problem, Phoenix. Because I'm going to have to agree. Phoenix, it's going to be a little, with you. A, a problem a little bit. A little bit <laughs> of a just problem. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. bit. Not too much. A little bit of a problem. <laughs> no, it might be a lot. But I, I'm going with Tatiana. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to agree with you. All right. I do decision. agree with you on this one. Thank you. You're what about you? Third, also, yeah, Phoenix? third round decision. Uh, I actually have Tatiana by third round submission because Alexa's tough, but I think uh, Tatiana will get that get a choke or something late and jim norton is taking tatiana by first round knockout yeah all right jimmy yeah all right my jimmy what's Uh, next and now a tough one the main event dude now first of all personally i like both guys so much yeah you know i just like both of these guys i'll tell you i hit it off with the uzman every time i see him we, we get along great we talk and i i like that guy i can't wait for him to fight colby if that ever happens that's got, that will happen. That will happen. happen. I do like him. And I hope that, listen, I, I just, people know me. And they know my background in jiu-jitsu. Yes. But, but Matt, you won the title with your <laughs> devastating heavy hands and your fists and you knocked out Drake. Phoenix, stop it. Right now, I know and I know and I know. But you know my blood. I bleed Brazilian jiu-jitsu. You yes. know that. Yes. That wasn't your voice at all. That was a. I do a horrible. It was voice good. You. It was... you don't sound manly like that. I Thank don't do God. a good girl. Thank God, Evan. But I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I like to compliment myself. Yeah. But my point is this: is it's not like I'm a guy that can't crack an egg and say, "Ah, oh, I at least love jujitsu." But God damn, do I love jujitsu! I rolled the fucking hour today. I felt so great. 
When I, I know first you got came in, in here. You had that Zen-like quality. Uh, thank you, you so just, much. Thank you. You have not knocked over People anything. Don't jinx this me entire just, time. You just saw me get close to that. Shit, let me let's, move that let's over. Move that you over saw for me. You. Yeah. You, you said that because you don't take my coffee totally away though, Phoenix. <laughs> just <laughs> ask I might have me short for, arms. when you want it. Just say, "Can I ha- please have my coffee?" And I will pass it to you. When we came in, there was no water bottles, and they were like, "Just use a put, you know, have cups." And I was like, "No, no. we can't have cups." No. <laughs> I like Usman so much. I have trouble saying my pick. Yeah. All right, I'll say I have three kids. It was mine. You got to understand. I got three kids. I got to. I got to make it. You put me. You put me under these hot lights. Yeah, the lights aren't that hot. But the Phoenix. Yeah. You. Everybody go first. I'll go last. You okay. want me to go first? Yeah, well, go let, Norton, let Norton go Jeez. first. He's got uh, Kamara Usman by third round submission, which is a wild pick. We'll yeah, that's wild. Yeah. I don't know about sub- that one. Jimmy's what, Jimmy. I know he's been sober for a very long time. Is he back on fucking <laughs> my bad influence? He's uh. he's smoking the fucking devil's fucking. Uh, lettuce. All right. What do we got? What do we got? I have a feeling. Did you pick yet? No, I didn't give my pick. pick. I give Phoenix my pick. Is looking if, at if the, the I ceiling. was, if I was <laughs> Kamaro Usman, this is what I'm thinking. What are you thinking, Kamaro? I would try to take Damien Maya out by hitting him to the body right. in stand up. Right. That's what I would do, and then try to go to the head. I would really try to out kickbox that guy. But if I if I trained with Henry Hoof. So I'm gonna say second round TKO. Well, I think he's gonna I, because he's just such an athlete. It's nothing against Damon Damian Maya. I just think why not try to to kickbox? Why not try? I agree. And I think Damian Maya will surprise us with some of his counter strikes and some of his attacks in the stand up as well. Well Damian said it when we were just talking to him, where he, he got maybe a little too excited because he was landing on yeah. Colby Cummings, which doesn't uh, in my opinion, he's going to try to use his strikes to get his submission. Yeah. And I think that Kamara Usman might just be too heavy handed and too much All of an right. athlete for him. So you pick yeah. second round. Yes. Go ahead. Um, I have Kamara Usman by third round knockout. Um, I love Damian Maya. I think he definitely could win with his jiu-jitsu. No question about it. But Usman, in my opinion, other than Woodley, is the most dangerous guy in that division. Just, so. He's an athlete. Yeah. You know, look Phoenix. at his freaking traps. And I think he'll be able to keep it standing probably <laughs> using <laughs> his wrestling. Picture. Phoenix. Yes. Phoenix. Yes, sir. Grab my coffee. Okay. <laughs> See? Thanks, Phoenix. Look at how easy that was. Thanks so much. All right. <laughs> now, this is what I'm going to say, people. Uh, if you look at this and you look at Damian Maya's last fight, last two fights, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, Phoenix. I hear, listen to me. I'm right next to you. I hear you loud and clear. Awesome. Good. You think my mic's not on? You think my earphones aren't it's on? It's on. I'm lowering my volume at this exact moment. <laughs> I don't blame you, Phoenix. I'm so loud. I'm so loud. We had Jamie English. Not that you're like, you're not like quiet. So you you balancing. Jamie English was in here the other day. He's so fucking quiet. So it was like a it was like a real extreme balance. It was it was a balancing act. Yeah. He, he had to mellow shit out a little bit because I might have been even a little bit more hyper than I am now. Why? Do you How? think I lose steam after a fucking hour? Do you? I, I think I'm I think I'm like a fucking Nick Diaz on this mic as far as with endurance. <laughs> I think yes. I'm, I'm a Diaz brother with yes. the endurance. Yes. I, look at me. I can, I can treat this like a fucking triathlon. I and keep know. going. Oh, that's amazing. I'm against cardio though. But anyway, <laughs> right now I'm not. All right, listen. I'm going to I'm going to go I'm going to go. I My jujitsu in me, I'm going to say first round rear naked choke, Damian Maya. Wow. wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Ooh, boo me. Wow. Boo no, me. I'm not oh. pulling you. Listen to me. Huh? This is There's why we get excited. Point. There's a lot of guys I could point to. 
and say, what did that guy, how did that guy think it was going to go down? I don't want to point the names, like, like, like guys that I respect, uh, fucking, whether it's Matt Brown, whether it's Rick Story, right. whether it's fucking uh, Neil Magny, whether it's Carlos Condon. Listen to me, I'm not going to get into names. I respect all those guys. But I'm trying to say this. Damien Maya! <laughs> Wait, hold on. Like Toyo hold, hold tires. On, hold on. Yes. Damien Maya. All right, listen. That's what my pick is. And guys, gals, I know what you're gonna think we're saying goodbye. Wrong. I almost thought this you over. You caught it. I got reflexes like a fucking shopping ninja. Reflexes. The speed oh, of a mongoose. Oh man, it's the sequel to uh, that. The, the late great. Um, What's his name? Chris Farley's Beverly Hills Ninja. Yes. It's going to be like the, the the Long Island Chubby Ninja. Me. That's me. <laughs> anyway, that they can't all be gems. That's a remake. That's a remake. They could do that movie. <laughs> Guys, I tried. They it can't would, be all out of the park. On they can't Red. be all out of the park. I'm not Jimmy Norton with the jokes. All right. Will you continue? All right, listen to me. Could you please hit it up there, Jack? Yeah. Here we go. Do that again really quick. Okay. Hold on, everybody. We got a twist. And Phoenix. No, you fucked it. You fucked <laughs> no, that was perfect. Did, did you do it right? Yes. I'm sorry. You did it great. So critical. Jesus. I like perfection. <laughs> Speaking of affection, what a, you know what we're going to talk about today? Not Cobra Kai. You fucked that up. You didn't watch it. But I, listen I to me. I'm not giving you shit about that. I'll be Could back. Could you please do me a favor and watch that thing? Oh, it's going to happen. Oh my God, Daniel. You never thought Dude, I'd be I was on vacation. You never thought I'd be rooting for Johnny. Between If people say, hey, what do you like better? Ralph Macchio, the, the Daniel son? Or, or Johnny, who is from the Cobra Kai, who's an asshole. How about this? Johnny. Okay. Phoenix. Johnny. I, hey, I have to watch it. Don't spoiler alert. Can, can we talk about Infinity War? Yes. Can we talk about a great fucking movie? I'm drooling. It's so great. <laughs> Phoenix, I had to, I had to, people, when they drool, they, they try to ignore it and hope that the person doesn't bring it up. Yeah. I just tell you right away, Phoenix, I drooled over this movie. I drool now. so bad in my sleep. Yeah? It's just awful. Oh, you like I'm that frozen? I'm such an ugly sleeper. Yeah? My boyfriend makes memes of how bad my sleep is. Yeah? Because I look like Rogue. It's very meme of him. <laughs> All right, I'm so fucking You've blabbing. never seen that shit on Instagram? I, no, but you have to show me after. What, oh. is, your, what is your Instagram? It's Phoenix Carnavale Instagram. That's it? Yeah, I think everyone spells a name, name wrong, though. Yeah, how do you spell your name, Phoenix? P-H-O-E-N-I-X, and everyone spells it P-H-E-O-N-I-X. All I know is somebody's going to have some new followers. Oh, that would be very nice. <laughs> yes. Hit me up. Now, this is what I wanted to ask. What did you think about Infinity War? <sighs> Tell Ever me, what since did you think? childhood, you dream of seeing your yes. favorite heroes all together. This is so great. I could watch all of them eat cereal and go shoe shopping and yes. still think it's a freaking awesome movie because, oh my God, Doctor Strange and Iron Man are talking and and I'm a nerd. So yes, I'm a little too. overexcited because it's just amazing to see them fucking Marvel. You nail the casting every time. Punisher casting, brilliant. Yes. Doctor Strange, brilliant. Best Spider-Man ever. Sorry, everyone who's ever played Spider-Man. But Tom Holland uh, is Spidey to yeah. me. Yeah. I do enjoy I do enjoy those Sam Raimi flicks. I, th I, th I like Tobey Maguire. He might have been 35 when he, he played He was good. Him, but I do like he him. Was, no, but this good. kid's great. And it was very emotional at the end. 
You know, we're not going <sighs> to get into total specifics. Because no. somebody, oh, you've seen it too. I saw it. Yeah. Chris, the producer. Now, let me ask you. That's, that's that was your your lovely uh, better half that took you to this movie. Uh, you know what? She no? def- she definitely wants to see. Oh, she didn't. Oh, she didn't no, go no, no, with she you. She went with me, but I'm, oh. but I'm saying like she is into it. But I I I don't know why. Maybe why it's you, you talking about it, it all the time. Maybe, you know, I got it. excited. I went to see they're, it. They're really you think? clever and fun. I, I enjoyed it. I thought they. I thought there was enough characters uh, mixed in that it kept me interested. It's not like yeah. my favorite type of thing, but there was enough interplay between all the characters that it was like ooh fun look at these people exactly yeah so it was good I like and the villain I'm sorry to interrupt yeah Thanos Thanos is a Josh Brolin is a great villain casting again and it it was very in a a strange twist it was very much the villain's movie and they humanized the villain he has a point of view Thanos is not (laughs) okay so Thanos wants to eliminate half of the beings on the universe because it's too crowded and we're fucking up natural yeah. resources so well, part of me agrees with them because yes. if you ever taken the new york city subway you would like to eliminate half yeah. of humanity as well i know we'll be on there in five minutes but also <laughs> uh and you know to point out it happened to his home world titan yes <laughs> we're such geeks we but it's true you can't talk about this and not sound like a geek but it did happen to his own his home world and he was warning people and he goes look this is going to go down we have a beautiful planet overpopulated yes. and nobody listened to him his world turned to shit and then he goes you know what I'm not gonna let this happen to the universe and I'm gonna be it takes a strong mother jumper uh-huh. I cleaned it up because kids might be listening to this if you view so I cleaned up my, my, my act now nice so you know it, it takes a very strong person to, to sacrifice <gasps> everything and anything he ever cared about it's a it pays it's a, a big toll to pay yeah. it's not a very small price to pay and, uh, you know, to balance the universe the way he was going to do. And I thought that it was a, I thought it was, it was a more of a thinking movie than you'd think with that. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like, he's not just a guy, See, like, killing this, everybody. That's why I love you, Matt. Because we just <laughs> we vibe. Get along with we this. just get it. And uh, I thought that it was, I thought that they, these, these Russo brothers, right? Mm-hmm. They're the ones. They, they also, to, to, if anybody's want to check out three, movies of Marvel. Check out the ones they did. Check out check out Winter Soldier. Oh, it's my, which is one a mono- of my which is like a great like spy type movie. Uh check out Civil War, which is a phenomenal movie. And now this movie, Infinity War. Um they have great action sequences where even when it's like the heroes like fighting the heroes, like not to give too much away, but when the <laughs> when the um the uh, the uh of course the uh Hulk? Guardians oh. the Guardians of the Galaxy meet uh, they're fighting Versus Spider Man and Iron Man, and it's just so cool. It's just fucking because cool. Because they nail, so, with the, they nail the characters. So everything yeah. that the character does with their powers is true to that character. So it's super yeah. cool. Like, I was never a big fan of Doctor Strange when I read the comics because I've only seen him a couple times in some casting, crossover comics. Casting. Benedict Cumberbatch, freaking great. So Doctor Strange is like a character that you give a shit about now. And as much as I say these action sequences are, are fucking phenomenal, right. you know, the. The, the characters, the character interaction, like with Doctor Strange and Tony Stark. Brilliant. Two kind of nerdy alphas, but they're, you know. They're, he's they're, like he the can, wizard. He calls him a douchebag. He's leaning up against a fucking artifact. <laughs> yeah, he's stretching yeah. out. He goes, well, you know. So it's it's just, listen, you call him a wizard. Yeah. You're embarrassing me in front of the wizard. <laughs> I listen. I like Marvel's humor. <laughs> They get it. They get the action right. They get the story. They make you care. Right. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Zero piss breaks. 
Uh, zero piss breaks. I go, love that go, that's how you judge movies. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I love that you judge movies that way. Zero uh, piss breaks. It makes it hard to go take a, a PP yeah. because, you know, and, you know, I feel, and listen, people who see this are going to get it. People are like, oh, no, that Thanos didn't care about shit. You know, he when he had to do what he had to do with Gamora and people are going to watch this, he cared about that because that was his adopted daughter and you've seen that he cared about she it. He cared about it. one of my favorite female characters. She couldn't believe she couldn't believe that he actually did care yeah. about her. There's the love there, even with her. I think, because remember when she thought that she killed him? Listen, people, you got to see, it's been in the theaters. Go see yeah. it. I might have some spoilers. <laughs> but she thought she killed him, and it was a hologram type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was upset, really upset, you know? It's deep. And I think that people and don't realize Phoenix. how deep it is because they just think comic book movie, and but they don't. Do you, you see the yeah. archetypes and shit. Did you notice there was, there was a certain part when we were at we go the flashback scene when Gamora's on her home planet mm-hmm. and uh, when she's a little a kid and he actually when they were like wiping out her people he actually he gave her this knife to show like the balance of the knife and yeah. the balance of the universe and he's it was such a great scene and he's on one knee and she went to go look at what's going on and he shielded her he turned yeah. her face back to the knife to concentrate on the knife not every so yeah he didn't, see he you want, picked he wanted, that up i didn't he pick wanted that to up. protect her from that yeah he didn't want pick, to see that you picked that up because you're a dad because yeah. i didn't pick that up That's i really am a dad don't get me talking about my kids it'll be wet works in here <laughs> <laughs> wet works means murder doesn't it or is it be fucking i don't know listen everybody go see that movie phoenix hey yes I, we had a great time today of course we always do I would say go. Let's go get pizza after this. But I am cleaning up my act. I am. I have to. Thank too. you. Do you say I lost the couple? I have pounds? to. I do see that. I do Fuck see that. First of all, not only do you not see it, you made no indication that I it's lost. It's hard anyway. to tell because you always wear black. Right. You're like Batman. All I know is I've been walking around pretty heavy, and I went to the doctor. Well, I, I go get my TRT every week, yeah. but uh, well, I'm not fighting. Fuck it. And I go on the scale then, and I'm like, holy fuck, man! I I, I I was at a certain number. I don't get to say because it it's embarrassing. But I lost like I don't know, close to ten pounds. And, and then how about this? My brother-in-law Pasquale, great guy. All right, he works for Google, and he's over in San Jose. That dude, you know, he found out about me getting into the Hall of Fame, and he sent me over. and And I want to thank him for this on air, Pasquale. I appreciate this. You're a very good brother-in-law. But dude, seriously, man, I, I love you. But I'm trying to do the right thing, man. I gotta go. He, he said, nobody sent me over. Because he's originally from Chicago. Oh, my God. Deep dish pizza? Phoenix. <laughs> it came in a, a fro thing that keeps it frozen and whatever. Yeah. He didn't, oh, my God. He's, and I got this yesterday. I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. And I appreciated it. And, uh, but it was he gave me like five pies, if not more. Oh, my God. And it's so good. It's so, look at me now. Look at me. I'm I know. Good. You're like, Phoenix, you're again. drooling Phoenix, actually, again. She pushed back in her chair. I like, did. Like I looked at her like she was a slice of pizza. I did. Phoenix, I'm hungry. But listen, it was, so, it's so good. I didn't have any. I'm not having it yet. It's in the freezer. I got to go to Puerto Rico. Oh, let me just say I'm going to Puerto Rico. <gasps> and I'll be there. I'll be nice. there this weekend. What? Yeah. My a little bit. Sensei Edgar. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I'm doing, know what I'm doing over there, which is kind of nice. Uh, well, he wanted me out for a seminar. I go, hey, dude, the people going over there to build churches. I'm not coming to take your money, motherfucker. He's a great guy. I go, I'll come visit you, but let's do something. And he said, no, no, we're okay. I go, dude, I'm not, whatever. We went back and forth. So now we're going to do something where it's going to be, we're going to raise a little money. I'm going to do a little seminar over there for them. And it's oh, going to be man, for a, that's so cool, a Matt. Lo- in their in their local community there, a uh, animal hospital got hit real hard. So we're going to do something that's going to go all of there. You know? Oh, after, so, I, I, after I take half of that shit. No, I'm only kidding. It's all fucking <laughs> asshole. Oh, I love that. After they fly me out first class, and I'm only kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna, everything's going there and... 
If people see me in coach, don't act surprised. I'm one of you. People, I'm one of you. Maybe I don't want to upgrade. Maybe, maybe I had a couple edibles and I want to take a nap. I don't want to have to pay an extra thousand dollars. Calm down if you see me in coach. I know you look at me like some kind of former champ, Hall of Famer. I know, but I'm one of you, people. Phoenix, what do you want to plug? Uh, the In Fighting Shape podcast. Oh, yes. And everything martial arts on YouTube. I'm on Access TV Friday nights. Phoenix, you're uh, taking over the freaking world. Yeah, you know. Phoenix, what's your Twitter? It's Microphone Fiend. Microphone and then P-H-O-E-N. Like, remember Eric B. and Rockham? I do. Phoenix, what's your Instagram? In uh, Phoenix Carnavale. Okay, don't spell it again, all right? The show's going to have to be over soon. Listen to me. Thank you, (laughs) Phoenix. What? What are the fights on? Uh, the fights are on this Saturday, 10 p.m. Eastern on FS1 is the main card. FS2 prelims start at 8 p.m. Eastern. And then the UFC Fight Pass prelims are on at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. Thank you, Phoenix. Thanks, man. Thank you, Chris, the producer. Thanks, don't, get, Chris. No, don't get used to me thanking you every no, show, no, Chris, the producer. It's no, your I fucking don't. job. Bye, everybody. NetCredit is here to say yes, because you're more than a credit score. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partners. NetCredit. Credit to the people. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.